Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. The Vancouver Boys are the most entertaining sports cast in British Columbia. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Hey, and welcome back to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. This is episode 64, uh, the first episode after the draft. And boy, oh boy, do we have a ton to talk about. Uh, I am your host this week, Jake Jude, and I am joined by, as I always am, Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And yet again, for his second appearance on the show, the unpaid intern, everybody, Alex Smith. Welcome to the show, pal. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's the wrong button. Oh, no. No, that was the right button. Oh, no, no, Yeah, as I said, so much to talk about. What a draft. Yeah, Holy crazy. Shit. A lot of Absolutely surprises. Crazy. Yeah, I'm super excited. But again, we cannot get started on any hockey talk until we have gone and listened to our fake sponsor. So, Marcus, take it away when you are ready. Oh, of course. We got we got to throw a shout out to them. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you got to respect the sponsors. Of course. Even, <laughs> even the non-existent ones. Exactly. Uh, so just to remind our listeners that the fake sponsor of the week is only a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we think we might be able to get someday. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by the English Bay Barge. Much like Shane Wright, it went much later than expected. The English Bay Barge. Making the no-fun city a little more fun. It is fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be a little less fun soon, though, because in six weeks' time, the barge in English Bay that's been stuck there since that windstorm in, like, March. November. Oh, it was November? It was November, yeah. Yeah. So that barge is now being dismantled, and in a matter of six weeks, will be no more. They're getting rid of it? Yeah, I know. You thought they were going to keep it? It's got a sign. I thought that it was going to stay. Yeah. Want to get Wait, the sign? Does it actually have a yeah, sign? It's got Bar- a yeah, it's sign. I thought that was no, just yeah. a meme. No, no, no. They called That's it real? Barge Chilling Beach. Yeah, I thought they were going to keep it there. <laughs> okay, well, maybe they'll keep the sign and like there'll be like a plaque with like a memorial on it. For oh, the oh, for sure. They'll have some sort of like story. They've got, but like knowing Vancouver, they wouldn't though. They'll be like, all right, dismantle the sign too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, while it's we're at Bay it, again. yeah. While we're at it, let's get rid of the the Mick. Barge or whatever it's called. I think they got rid of the Mc. Oh wait, no, no, that's it's, right. It's, it's like floating Mc- in Delta, isn't it? Or False Creek or something. Who knows? It's, it's definitely know, not in False Creek. You guys know no. way too much about barges. Okay, wait. You don't. You don't Fucking know about the McBarge. You don't think it's a McBarge? That's no, the McBarge. Dude, it's not a McBarge. It's the McBarge. You've never heard of this. If you didn't know why he's the intern before, now you know why he's still an intern. Yeah, no, this is why he's still unpaid. When you say Mick, I think of Donald's. Okay, you're uh, on the right track then. Yeah, so oh. It's a floating McDonald's. Okay, have you ever heard of Expo 86? No. It's like this... Shut the fuck... What? Fu- no. You're fucking Your parents us. have never told you about Expo 86. No, what is Expo 86? Ever heard of the Expo line? Like the, like the SkyTrain? Yeah, the SkyTrain station. Okay, The I, Expo I line. I'm actually trying to think... From the Expo. I'm trying to think where to start with this now. Do you know what an Expo is? No. What do you mean an expo? Okay, welcome to the Vancouver Boys. <laughs> okay, we should have we should have given him like a resume before we let him on here. Like, what is your highest level of education? <laughs> no, and he would have checked like oh third grade, God. and we would have said, okay, never mind. Stop. Hell, don't, don't do like that. No, oh, I didn't man. take barges one hundred and one <laughs> when I went to college. Sorry, I must have skipped that class. But like, yeah. your parents didn't no, like spend at hose, least actually. a couple nights in your life just talking your ear off about Expo eighty six. No, yeah. you don't have like. How, wait, how old are your parents? <laughs> like 50? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's the same, same age. As, yeah. yeah. Okay. My dad, and my, or my mom and dad used to talk about the expo all the time. So 
yeah, Expo 86 was like this world fair that they had in Vancouver in 1986. And it was like, this was kind of before Vancouver was totally developed the way it is now downtown. Yeah. So all of False Creek, like around that, they had all these like, it's hard to explain. It was like all these booths and tents and like, it was like a huge festival and like different booths were from like different parts of the world and stuff. Like, anyway, that's part of why the Sky Train was built. It's why Science World was built. That's why they call it the Expo Ball is it was like all for the Expo. I didn't, it was, I didn't know it was yeah, called the Science Expo World ball. was like on the logo of Expo 86. Yeah. Well, there was this whole thing about like circles, actually. There was a whole part of that. And oh, it's okay. like, anyway. The, when the fuck did you learn about this? Dude, <laughs> why do you know so much? If, as a kid growing up in Vancouver, it's like a yeah. rite of passage that your parents give you an unneeded amount of information about Expo yeah. 86. Well, no, you gotta uh, remember also, like, I, I don't know, Marcus, if you're the same way, but like, I was born and raised in, in Greater Vancouver. My par Both my parents were born and raised in Greater Vancouver. Yeah, same for me. All my, I think three of my four grandparents were all born and raised in, grand in Greater Vancouver. Two of mine and, were. And the other one moved here when she was three. So it's like yeah. my family's history, or we've been here for a long time. Yeah. So things that happened in Vancouver, you know, they lived through. Yeah. And so, the, you know, they would tell me stories of, oh, I remember in whatever year this happened. And yeah. I swear cool. this is a hockey podcast, and we'll get to hockey in a second. But, <laughs> yeah. like, and the McBarge, though. The McBarge was part of Expo 86. It was, like, in False Creek, like, around where Science World was. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, docked at, like, a pier, and it was a McDonald's that was just, like, in a huge barge. Yeah, it was, like, like a ferry. And stuff. You yeah. think about it like a ferry. Yeah, kind of. It would have been probably maybe a bit shorter, but, like, a similar size to the one that was on English Bay that washed up. Maybe a little okay. smaller. Oh, smaller but for sure. Anyway, so after Expo 86 was over, they still kept it running for a while, but eventually they abandoned it. And now it's just sitting somewhere in Delta, like, in the water. So it's just a drive through for boats. No. No. Like, was it, like was, a it was docked. You walked onto it. It was like a restaurant. Yeah. Okay. It was like they a floating McDonald's. That's yeah. basically all it was. Yeah. If you look it up, like pictures of the abandoned McBarge, yeah. there'll be pictures from like last week of this thing taken yeah. in. Yeah, it's weird. But also like now, because it's been abandoned for so long, people like go in there and they like spray paint it. And oh, it's, well, yeah, it's in the course. middle of the water. How do, how do yeah. you swim to it with your spray paint? Yeah, yeah, you, have you know. never seen like spray paint like under a bridge? Like how do they get there? Yeah. I don't know. A ladder? But, Okay, yeah, okay, then maybe know. they took a boat to the bar. I don't know. I don't, okay, anyway, we're, we're going to teach you about this after the podcast. You need to know more about I Expo think, 86. I, th I, think, I think I've learned enough about yes. this. No you chance. Know. You need to know way more than you know. I don't think I do. I've survived Dude, just ask 21 your parents years. One day. Just ask your parents about it. They Trust might have been me. in Calgary when this was happening. So I'm For smiling. all of 1986, <laughs> they were in Calgary? Yeah, they might have been. Well, there was an expo in Calgary, too. I think so. Yeah, okay, I don't. Uh, my, there was, I think there was one in Montreal, uh, Calgary, and Vancouver in the seventies and eighties. Okay, I'll you could be right. For sure, though. My, my knowledge of expos runs out at the Vancouver one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, uh, if that wasn't enough uh, convincing for you to sponsor us for real, I, I don't know <laughs> what will be. If you do want to sponsor us for real, and hey, why wouldn't you? Uh, you can always reach out to us by email at vancouverboyspodcast at icloud.com. Alternatively, you can find us on social media on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And you can find our missing host member, Tyler Erlinson, on Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. Just getting like 
Comic-Con. Oh my God. You're st- Dude, tell <laughs> us about the draft. They just had the draft. Like right, one of the biggest right. days on the hockey calendar. All right, all and right. you're trying to find out when the Montreal Expo was. No, okay. All right, fine. Oh, the Montreal Expo. I know that. <laughs> no, you know the Montreal Expos. Yeah, the hockey team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know well, that. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, yes, all right. I guess we should probably get into uh, what most of you, I'm assuming most of you came here for, which is some hockey talk. Um, I guess this kind of relates to Canucks news. We just had... Uh, the first round of the 2022 draft, which is kind of like what people are really care about. Yeah, we're the, the recording de- this on the night of round one. Yeah. So we haven't seen rounds two through seven, seven yeah, no, but we've seen be, round one. Yeah, so we've seen the first round of the draft. Um, th- let's start at the very beginning. Uh, to some people's surprise, the Montreal Canadiens uh, choose to forego selecting Shane Wright, and they selected Uri Slavkovsky, um, reassuring Tyler and, and making him very happy and knowing that he got picked first overall. Yeah, no, I, I remember like I was kind of sitting at home and yeah. I was like thinking, okay, they've got to take right, you know, like yeah. Canadian kid going to the Canadians, like it's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah. And then they said Slavkovsky or whatever, we know who you're trying Slavkovsky. To and I swear from like all the way from Victoria, I kind of heard this faint oh, little, yeah. you, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I heard it. Yeah, and, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, he was in my head at that time. I was yeah. like, ah, Tyler's happy somewhere right now. <laughs> well, what might have even made Tyler even more happy is that Simon Nemec went second. I know. Yeah. Wow. So both the Slovaks went one and two. Yeah, they did. <laughs> you can't just point at me. What am I supposed to say? Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's a better fit him going there because, I mean, yeah. what they took two was Nico Hischer first overall. Yes, he was. Yeah, and Jack Hughes was. Like, yeah. Where's Shane Wright gonna play? Unless they're trading out one of their already centermen. It made sense for them to take a defenseman. I thought Slavkowski was a forward. No, he's talking no, about, I'm Nemec. about Nemec. Oh, Nemec. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right. Like, a lot of us were just so focused on the fact that Montreal was going to take right that none of us stopped to think, well, if they don't, it doesn't make much sense for the Devils to take him. So My but, question was, how did they must have gotten some phone calls about somebody trying to trade up to get him. What do you mean? Well, like, seeing that he went to second overall, or he wasn't taken with the first overall pick, there must have been teams calling New Jersey trying to get that second overall pick. Oh, to yeah. get Shane Wright. I, I'm sure those phones on the table were going off the hook after yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it, it it had been long rumored that the Canucks were even in talks with them about that pick and JT Miller and a possible package yeah. of something going either way. Yeah. And obviously it didn't happen. But yeah, no, they. I'm sure they would have gotten some pretty decent offers for that pick. Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. Um, all right, well, let's keep it going. Okay. Logan Cooley then goes. <laughs> That's third. when shit hit the I know. fan. Yeah. Shane Wright. Who would have ever guessed that Shane Wright was not in the top three of this draft? Yeah. I don't think, like, I know people had him slipping a little bit. Yeah. No one had that. Well, no. okay, so if he stays healthy, what a scary duo. Him and Beneers. Yeah, one, that's a pretty good one-two punch middle? for center. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a great way to start a franchise. It is. It's, it's the way that most teams should have. Yeah. Is dra- through the draft. Yeah. But, yeah. Not through the expansion draft. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, Seattle's still got a ton of holes. They have no defense and no goaltending, so they're still. No, quite but a but again, off. brand new franchise. Yeah, they're not supposed yeah. to have that. Yeah, right? they've got a, a first. Should have been first overall pick and a second overall pick. Hey, they mm-hmm. could have had Braden Holt be in net. I don't know what they were thinking. They took Cole Lind. I don't know. Yeah, stupid. Anyway, but yeah, so Shane Wright slips to fourth. Yeah, 
I mean, we kind of glanced right by Logan Cooley a bit there. Yeah, we, right. But, we like, I don't that. know. See, okay, do you think that Phoenix was just so focused on looking at other people that they just didn't look at him? Or, like, what do you think happened? You mean happened? didn't look at right? Yeah. Like, because I mean, there I, has to be some reason why they didn't pick right. It's it's very possible. If they were 100% convinced that he was not going to be available, they probably didn't put as much effort yeah. into scouting yeah, they him. they didn't go visiting games or anything because yeah. there was no, yeah. nobody thought that he would drop past the second overall pick. And yeah. then, yeah, it's totally possible that when they did see his name, they just kind of panicked and were like, oh, shit, do, do we even yeah. know enough about this guy? Like, yeah. what, you know, we, we, we have our guy. We know who mm. we're taking. What do we do now? And that's why I think that Seattle's naivety maybe was the reason why they took him is because they were like, Jesus, like, because they might have ended up in the same position where they were like, man, like, are we going to be passing up on a superstar? Yeah. And so that's where they're like, you know what? Just take the risk. Roll the dice. Take them. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty good, though. Right? Yeah. yeah. I did. I did. Uh, one of the funniest things I did see, though, that was, I forget which of the top three this was posted on. Someone posted the hashtag pain for Shane because that was kind of the tanking hashtag for this year. <laughs> okay. Like hashtag pain for Shane, but then pass on. The <laughs> <laughs> I forget which team that was for, but it was one of the top three, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was sitting at home just having a good, good chuckle, good chuckle reading that. that one. Yeah. Shout out to whoever commented that on some random Instagram post I found. Yeah. So somebody commented and said, did, did Shane Wright take like just a bunch of lines of cocaine during the interviews that just like <laughs> yeah. made every team pass on him? Yeah. Oh, he's smoking weed and Seattle's like, hey, yeah. 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 that's our guy. That's our guy. <laughs> Macklemore sitting in on the interview yeah. like, yeah, he's got yeah, it. Macklemore and Marshawn Lynch just <laughs> yeah. absolutely dummy in the Zamboni showing him a good time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, that's a good point. Like, he, like Seattle's going to be a good time, and I'm happy to see they have these two young, um, you know, American North American players that uh, <laughs> that are going to be, you know, the faces of their franchise. It's going to be a fun time. Seattle's definitely like lucked into a cool way to build their team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there is still so much to talk about in this draft. Um, we could continue talking yeah. about... We, we can't just go through every one pick by no, pick. No, of course That's not. not fun. Of course not. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of jumping around. Uh, obviously, the most uh, the, the pick that gets the most attention is Shane Wright because he slipped so far. Yeah. But why don't we talk about uh, the 15th pick overall... I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because... Uh, Lamamaki. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Yesperi... Lek, Lek, uh, Lek Jonathan. Oh, <laughs> I was close. <laughs> I was close. What did you try to say? Yes, Barry. Yes, That's, you that. thought Yes, Barry and Jonathan <laughs> sounded like. Actually, you know what? It could be pronounced Jonathan. I don't know exactly. Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's still funnier if you were like Yes, Barry. No, it's John. Yeah. <laughs> um, with well, a J. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but well, honestly, I think I saw his name and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's very Finnish of them." Yeah, but he, except he's, he's Swedish. Swedish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What well, one thing that got some attention that I found funny was Patrick Alvin clearly has had his eye on this guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. one thing people mentioned was when he got up to the stage. You know, a lot of people they're like, "Oh, congrats to the Avs on their Stanley yeah. Cup. Thank you to the city of Montreal for hosting us. Yeah. All this stuff. Nothing. Really, Alvin goes up." We are pleased to select what the fit, like that's the yeah. first words out of his mouth. Yeah. A- and he grabbed him and he even said, he didn't even say what team he said from Sweden, John, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jonathan. <laughs> no. 
But no, he he's now forever in this room going to be known as Johanathon. Johanathon. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Lekka Now t- tell me if this sounds uh, familiar to any of you. Uh, he's from Sweden. He's 5'11", 165 pounds. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, a right winger who wears the n- number 40. Hmm. Anyone think of a Canuck that we've drafted like that before? With a five in the number. Pick it up there. Picked. Yeah. This is we've pretty much all you love you. Thanks for that. Um no, but we basically drafted Elias Pettersson light. Yeah. Th- the, that's what yeah. we got here. The Walmart version. Well, this is Oof. it's kind of odd because this guy has totally admitted openly, which I found kind of funny, he's modeled his game after Elias Pettersson. He wears the number forty. Because of Elias Pettersson. His favorite team is the Canucks because of Elias Pettersson. Yeah. We we basically drafted an Elias Pettersson fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That's cool that he's going to get a chance to play with him in the NHL. I mean, yeah, the best place for him to develop would be next to the player that he's most likely or most plays his game most like. Exactly. Yeah, no, he's known for having a wicked shot and really good playmaking ability, as well as underrated dynamic hands, according to this blog on someone's Instagram post. <laughs> uh, but that, that, I mean, come on, that's where everyone gets their news now. It's just all through that. But yeah. this this really does sound like an Elias Pettersson type player, obviously not with the same ceiling. But yeah, if you're talking about just style of player, I can see the comparables. You can see a lot of them. He needs to put on minimum 40 pounds yeah. before he plays a game, though. <laughs> well, like, yeah. someone give this guy a meal. <laughs> like, I know they get hotel rooms in Montreal. Did they get food? Yeah. Send him to the McBarge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to show up like, how do I get out of here? Yeah. I can't swim. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- there was so much in this draft, though, that I want to talk about. We yeah. can talk about Johannathan a little bit more later. <laughs> okay. But, okay, one thing I wanted to bring up, because we talked about the draft a lot last week, is I said that there were two players that I thought the Canucks should keep their eye on. Mm-hmm. One of them was Danila Yurov, yeah. and the other one was Liam Ogren. Do you remember? Yeah. Ogren went a fair bit later, did he not? They both went to the same team. <laughs> yeah. They both went oh, to the Minnesota Wild. Hmm. Yeah. So I think the Minnesota Wild are going to make out like bandits in this draft. I think they've got two pretty wicked picks that they picked up in the mid to late uh, first round. Well, I don't know. Maybe not late. I wouldn't call the 24th pick that late, but still. Uh, 24 is pretty late in the draft. That's I don't like... know. There's still eight picks after that. Yeah, but yeah. that's would would you call the top eight picks early? Yeah. Then the back eight are late. Okay, whatever. It's semantics, <laughs> man. Like, um, that being said, though, I would pick you apart on semantics any day. So I get it. I don't even know uh, the meaning of the word. So. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Right, he doesn't know what X eighty six is. I don't know what semantics are. Okay. Well, I I think that like Sean Avery waving his stick in the face of goalies is like semantics. semantics. <laughs> yes those are some antics aren't they (laughs) that's all i can think of sorry man well i'm not gonna sit here and explain it to you because i feel like people would go and that's enough vancouver boys podcast (laughs) (laughs) but anyway uh let's keep let's keep combing through the draft because there's just so much to talk about um okay why don't we talk about connor geeky for a minute okay so (sighs) yeah so connor geeky was all over 
mock draft lists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was everywhere. Yeah. He spanned and, from like five to 20. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or 25. Like yeah. he could have gone anywhere mm-hmm. in this draft. He ends up going at 11 to the Arizona Coyotes. What do you guys think about that? Well, they moved up to yes. pick him after yes. they just picked a center. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and they paid so much to move up. Yes. Yeah. The, the trade was pick number 27, 34, and 45. So two seconds and a late uh, first? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. First and two seconds to get uh, a first. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, I mean, they, they saw, they, I guess they thought he was slipping. Um, he's a, he's, I think he's six foot four. He's six. Oh, he's, he, yeah. he's listed as six, three, 200 pounds. Yeah. And he's 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's a big kid. Um, but like I said, he could have gone anywhere in this first round ends up getting picked up at 11th. Uh, we'll see. We shall see. But in, man, Phoenix or sorry, Arizona is such an odd team to follow, man. They just do so many things. You're like, what the hell? Well, they did some other things today. One particular thing that caught my eye. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about, uh, some trades? Well, I think we, it's, if we're going to talk about Arizona, let's talk about Arizona. All right, let's do it. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes made a trade for NHL superstar Zach Cassian, <laughs> certified tough guy Zach Cassian. Yeah, um, certified bald guy Zach Cassian. <laughs> Canucks legend Zach Cassian. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so actually, I should correct myself. They acquired Zach Cassian, and Buffalo the- Sabers legend Zach Cassian. That's right. He played for Buffalo. Oh, he did. Yeah, we got him from Buffalo. <laughs> Who did we trade? Tra- oh, Hodgson. We, yeah. It was yeah, Cody Hodgson. Dude, I was quick, just going to ask wait, if you we, knew. Can we talk about Cody Hodgson for a I second? I don't want to talk about where the hell is this guy, dude. Okay, you know where he is? He, he retired. He did. He's a development coach in Nashville for youth players. Why? Really? He coaches like a hockey camp in Nashville for like twelve year olds. Yeah. Really? Yeah. This guy was supposed like when we drafted him, he was labeled and sold to the fan base as the next Trevor Linden. Yeah. Well, he was drafted like tenth overall. I yeah, he say. was like ninth or tenth or something. Yeah, like somewhere that. around there, right? Yeah. So like, think about, <laughs> think about if um if Pod Colson all of a sudden stopped playing hockey and started teaching twelve year olds in Vancouver how to play. Well, like, it's not just yeah. stop. It's not just a <laughs> yeah. cold stop. That would be so weird. You trade you trade Pod Colson to Buffalo for Zach Cassian. Right. <laughs> then you trade Zach Cassian to Montreal for Brandon Prust. Right, yeah, yeah. Who you then let expire and then he goes yeah. and plays in Germany. Yeah. And then that asset has diminished to dust. <laughs> your your high first pick, first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Cody Hodgson, what an interesting play. Also, I heard something about like his parents. His parents were like his agents or something. Yeah, there was And they some got weird like super there. involved in his contracts Literally. and Yeah, you don't want that happening. Yeah. No. Hire an agent, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it sounds like he did have one, but like his parents were just way too involved in controlling. Yeah, yeah they had some problems, but Anyway, thanks for nothing, Cody. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. So, the Arizona Coyotes acquired Zach Cassian, the 29th overall pick, a second rounder in 2025, and a third rounder in 2024, uh, all in exchange for the 32nd overall pick. How do you pay that, that is... much to just get rid of a player? I don't understand. Like, the, the Arizona Coyotes gave up a late first, a second, and a third 
just to unload Zach Cassian. You mean the Oilers? Yeah, the Oilers. Or sorry, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah. The Oilers paid that, and all they got in return was the thirty-second overall pick, yeah. which is only four. Th- it's yeah. three picks behind the one they dealt. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it is bizarre. It's like, why were those first-round picks even involved? It, you could have just been yeah, like, exactly. here's, here's Cassian in a second for well, futures. That, or that's what you reminds know? me of when like a team will acquire like a seventh round pick and it's yeah. like, just call it futures and be done with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is the value that so many of well, these teams I think for have? a lot of people, it's just like assets, you know, like you want to have assets yeah. to trade or whatever. But what about when it's like two teams, there's like a huge package trade and like a sixth goes one way and yeah. a seventh goes the yeah, other. Like it's like, really, that was the evening <laughs> point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like without that, this trade is just totally lopsided. So, here's the thing about that. Like, yeah, we can sit here and go like, oh, but I would literally murder to be able to be in a room to find out the answer to that question. <laughs> like I would, I would die. You want to hear that be, phone call? Well, I just, I want to know. Okay. Right? We want like, this huge just, package for this huge package. Yeah. No, that's completely ridiculous. What are you doing? We'll give you a seventh. Ah, you're, you are. Yeah, wait a minute. We'll, we'll call you back. Yeah. You're a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar. You have a deal. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, man. Uh, Anyway, let's get back to the draft. Right. Sorry. Uh, Still so much to cover. The one pick that I am dying to talk about, which we're going to move on to next, is the 17th overall pick. Who'd that go to? Oh, the Nashville Predators. Oh, you guys got a player. Selected Joachim. Not Joakim, but Joakim (laughs) Kemmel. Holy cow. I don't know how he fell that far. No. I, me neither, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I am over the moon. Joachim Kemmel was projected as a top 10 pick all year, and he fell to 17th where Nashville selected him. I, I am beside myself. I'm so excited. He's going to be a wicked player. He's He's been talked about uh, for for so long. He's been on draft projections for years. Um, he's, 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 I, I, yeah, I'm so stoked to see him, and I can't wait till he plays in Nashville. I don't want to give you any more praise than I have to or the Nashville Predators. He was the player I wanted if we didn't get the guy we got, Johannathan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, he like they were kind of the two. I was like, we're getting one of them. And then it was funny. Like, as I watched Patrick Alvin walk onto the stage, I went, oh, right. Yeah, no, we're getting the <laughs> Swedish guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from what I've seen, and his ceiling seems to be like he's going to be like a Johnny Goudreau type. Like isn't he like five foot nine? He's just a five eleven actually. Oh, he's five eleven. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin Kemmel is five eleven, oh, one hundred and seventy six pounds. Uh, right winger that shoots right. Uh, I'll give you just give you guys a little bit of background on his stats. Last year he played in uh, holy crap, Yivak Yivak. Hold on, Yiv. It's J Y V. How do you pronounce that? Uh, Jonathan. <laughs> he played in. He played in Jonathan. Uh, yeah, uh, thirty-eight games played, twenty-two goals, fourteen assists for thirty-six points. Um, not bad. Yeah, not too bad at all. Uh, last year he played same team, thirty-nine games played, fifteen goals, eight assists, twenty-three points. A little bit of a step back, but still. Yeah, it's, like, that's playing in the Liga, which I think is professional. Yeah, it, it uh, seems like his yeah. ceiling yeah, kind of professional, projects. professional ice hockey in Finland. Okay, so yeah, yeah. He, he definitely seems to project as like a top line wing or like a, a top oh, yeah. um, two lines 
Oh yeah, dude. T- Tomasino, um, Eli Tolvanen, or Ellie Tolvanen, and Joachim Kemmel are going to be the first line in yeah. four to five years. Yeah, that's exciting. That's you know? very and, exciting. And with Yaroslav Askarov in, in the in the pipeline, too, like yeah, he can throw a stick at anyone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, his his stick he holds in his left hand. Right, because <laughs> he's a back. Have they glued it yeah. to his blocker yet? <laughs> They will. <laughs> okay. But come on. Like, I am so hyped. This is just like, this is wicked. Like, they didn't have, they made the playoffs and still got a top 10 pick. Yeah. Or at least one that was well, projected y- to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I can't wait to see his development and track his development. And God, I hope he, I hope he makes the roster and, and makes an impact because I'm just so excited. Also, with the, the trade they made last week, like. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I'm different still, time. Different I'm still time scratching my head that. about that trade. Yeah. All right, well, Marcus, what, what were you what were you going to ask? Because we okay. can talk about the trade if you want, or we can talk about the draft. Let, let's do the trade, because we're on Nashville anyway. Okay. God knows we're not going to bring them up again. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you're right. On the topic of the Preds, uh, let's talk about the trade. So last week, it came out that Tampa Bay was looking to trade McDonough so that they could save cap to re-sign Andre Palat and Jan Ruda. So it was expected that they were going to have to pay a bit to get rid of McDonough because... They made it obvious that they were trying to, to trying to move him, right? So there was a deal kind of worked out where uh, Tampa Bay was going to put him on waivers and then Columbus was going to pick him up because uh, he has a no-trade clause. So he could ex-nay all the trades that uh, Tampa would put him on, or would suggest to him. Right. However, uh, they still wanted to get something back for him. They didn't want to just, you know, obviously lose him for nothing. So... They, I guess they called up Nashville or Nashville called up Tampa and offered Philippe Myers, a uh, a defenseman that they got in the Ryan Ellis trade from from uh, from Philadelphia that just didn't quite fit. He was a bottom four D man. He never really, you know, played up to what they wanted him to. Uh, like I said, he was kind of in and out of the lineup. I think he was a healthy scratch for a lot of the season. Um, at any rate, so so he was part of the trade. Who. Um, and uh, the other part of the trade was Grant Mismash, who was a 2017 second round pick. He went 61 overall or 61st overall. Uh, Grant Mismash is a player that I didn't really follow that much because I really didn't have much uh, ex- or have very high expectations for him. Yeah, he's a bit of a mishmash. So he played in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I got you. I got you. <laughs> He played. He played in Milwaukee last year. I think. I think he might have got called up once or twice. Um, I don't know. Uh, to me, it was just kind of like a here's something for uh, for Ryan McDonough because ultimately, I think Philippe Myers was a bit of a cap balancing out move. What gets me is just that like the ultimatum that the Lightning gave McDonough. Yeah, that's like that is. Cr- well, to me, they actually gave him an option. Right? They said, "Hey, do you want Columbus or Nashville?" Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But like. The fact that his other option was, yeah, to get that, that's that's very rare in the NHL, I feel like. Typically, organizations have a, a fair bit of respect for like higher end players. Yeah. And I'm really surprised that they just went, do it or we're putting you on waivers and you're going to Columbus. As, yeah. as much as I do agree, they kind of, they're in a corner. Like, as yeah. out of all the players who are making a decent amount of money and they need to free up cash space, I think he's the earliest to Tampa like he's been here for the shortest 
Like they don't have. Yeah, I guess that's true. Even though he's been here for the two cup runs and he was like a big part of it, like yeah. they did trade for him or signed him or whatever it was. Yeah, I think they traded him from uh, New York. Like, yeah, he wasn't homegrown, and I think all the other players who were making big money were grown and developed by Tampa. Well, yeah, yeah you got Cernak, Hedman, Sergachev. I mean, Sergachev was traded for, but he was a kid when he was yeah. he was traded yeah. there. So I see what you're saying, yeah. But ultimately, yeah, it does leave a bit of a bad taste in your mouth because he was such a huge part of those cup run teams. And for him to kind of get dealt in the way he was dealt. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Like tra- to to traded it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? So Andy used to go to Nashville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, though. I'm taking Nashville over Columbus any day. But, like, uh, that's, yeah, you know, straight well, to mean, the bottom of the barrel there. Well, I just think it's like the the uh, Nashville Predators or the 2022-2023 Nashville Predators are anyone's guess on how they're going to be. True. Like, I'm a huge fan of the team, and I couldn't even tell you where I think they're going to land on the standings. You have to wait till the summer. Like, they, yeah. they're a team yeah, that could it. make so many mm-hmm. moves. Yeah, especially right? like with David Poyle. He's such a unpredictable GM that, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I was like 100% confident they were not moving Ryan Ellis last offseason. Yeah. And now I look back on it, and it's like... Holy shit! Can you imagine if they didn't? You know, he—it's he, up in the air whether he'll even play hockey again. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's 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 weird. We will see this off season, but let, let me touch on the trade itself real quick. Okay. So from Tampa's angle, I kind of covered a little bit. You know, it was just more of a logistics thing than anything. From Nashville's angle, he's got six point seven five on the cap until twenty twenty five, I believe. Okay, so, so only another couple. It's seasons. either twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six. Anyway, it's like three or four years. He's 33, yeah. right? So he's, you know, he's playing kind of like the last few years of his prime. He's on the back end of his career. Yeah, of course, yeah. He's definitely on the back end, but we'll, we'll see. Um, honestly, I really like this trade for the Nashville Predators. Really? Yes. I went back and forth on it quite a bit. I thought about it. I've had about a week to, to contemplate. But they've got young, really good defensemen that need a very stable presence to kind of learn from. And like Dante Fabro, like... Um, no, fuck, they just traded Olivier. Oh, whatever. But you guys have Yossi for that. You, well, that's the thing, right? It's like Yossi, Yossi is their elite defenseman, right? Mm-hmm. And the player that plays with him needs to be a stable defenseman. And so I, th- I think that's why they have uh, Ekholm there. So Ekholm will play with Yossi. Or, hell, they could even have Dunna play with McDonough play with Yossi. Mm-hmm. And then have Ekholm play with those younger defensemen to kind of help develop them. The fact of the matter is, is that they're going to have another defenseman other than Yossi and Ekholm that can actually kind of handle the load or manage the load of the game. Now, do you think that was their biggest need was getting another defenseman or would you rather have gotten a forward? Depends. It depends like what direction they want to go in. It's weird. It's like clearly they want to get better because they made a trade for yeah. an elite player mm-hmm. uh, and didn't have to give up much for it, which like that in itself, like just based on resource management, you know, like it, to me, it seems like a good move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all hinging on whether Forsberg resigns. And, the, and, and if we want to talk about that for a minute, the weird thing there for me is there's been rumors that have come out that he wants $8 million. Which, like, for me, it's like, fucking give him $8 million. Like, he's clearly worth it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's so, the term, though. It's the term attached to that contract, right? If he's asking for 8 great. If he's asking for an 8 by 8 that's like, you know, pump the brakes a little, right? Well, maybe. Well, how old is he? Do you he's know? 20... <laughs> I think he's 27. Because... Oh, actually, that's not that bad. You guys, yeah, right? you guys saw the Kevin Fiala extension, right? 
Yeah, uh, I can't cross. remember the he exact got, figures. He on got it. seven years by seven point seven point nine. Yeah, seven point nine. Yeah, and well, what do you think? Do you think Forsberg's a better player than him? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Are you so kidding me? I think that you could yeah. throw him an easy eight by eight. Well, yeah, but um, but everyone's pretty unanimous in saying the Fiala contract is too rich for Fiala. Yeah, right. That's like true. they it's overpaid a bad contract. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just a little bit too high. I think it's. Thing, yeah, I think it's going to screw over this free agency because of the it amount set of players. The market too yeah, high. it's too high. Yeah, yeah. and now everyone's going to be comparing it to that, and then everybody's just going to be getting paid way too much. Yeah, because they're going to. That's the yeah, first deal that gets signed. We could end up with like a summer twenty sixteen kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was uh, when we had Marner. I believe that was Besser's when his ELC was up. Twenty sixteen. Or, oh no no no, like no, no, Lucic. no 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 sorry, yeah, sorry. Lucic, no sorry yeah those Lucic was it like was it like three two three years later when it was Marner was that there were a bunch of guys that were yeah, all up the, and it, they all like well, held out together that was because they were all drafted in 2015 right yeah yeah, yeah, draft, oh, yeah that was the Braden point yeah yeah, Besser, yeah they were all drafted yeah, yeah, in 2015 yeah, yeah McDavid Eichel all, all of those guys yeah Anyway, I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing me drone on about the Preds. So I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank a, you for checking a, in. A lot of talk yeah, about this the is bad. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, there's the, the. I guess we should probably head to break. Uh, it's the first half of the show. We haven't done any Canucks news per se, but uh, I mean the draft was big. Well, like, getting Johannathan is pretty big. Yeah, so <laughs> Johannathan Leckermacki. is yeah. that his name? Leckermacki. Leckermacki. It's it's something to that effect. I'm sure we will like fine tune Lackamaki, it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll fine tune it when we hear his name a bit more. But yeah. yes, the night of his draft, it is Johannathan Leckermacki. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, we will catch you on the other side of the break after another word from our fake sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by the English Bay Barge. Much like Shane Wright, it went much later than expected. The English Bay Barge, making the no-fun city a little more fun. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name, don't wear it out. Man, we gotta sign this guy to a 6x6. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. All right, welcome back to the second half of the Vancouver Boys podcast. This is episode 64, second half. And uh, since we did so much talking about the draft in the first half, the whole second half is going to be like our usual episode, just condensed. Yeah. So let's kick it off. Let's get right into the Canucks news. Go ahead, Marcus. All right. Canucks news. JT Miller is still a Canuck as of of tonight after round one. Um, But that surprised a lot of people. He, He wasn't supposed to be. There's another player, though, on the trade block who I guess I'm excited about, but I've been surprised by some details. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Tyler Myers. Star <laughs> Foley. Tyler Foley. Uh, Tyler Myers uh, is on the trade block as like as he should be. He's been on the trade block. Okay. Trade block. Yeah, well, yeah. The chopping just, block. They're trying to yeah. get rid of him. Okay, they are. Hardly You're right. Trading. But, but get this. This is what surprised people. The asking price for Tyler Myers, it, yes, there's a price, is a second-round pick. What? I don't understand that. They, there was an interview done uh, where, or, or sorry, it, it's a mix of an interview and some rumors. Uh, it sounds like Rutherford has said in an interview, there is a price for Tyler Myers, and if you're willing to pay that, you can have him. Okay. 
it was then leaked that that price is a second round pick. Huh. Well, maybe he was just saying that to like try to generate interest. I guess. Like, why would anyone want him? I I He's don't the know. Biggest. He is the single biggest liability in the NHL. He's definitely up there. Yeah. Because he's a player that plays every night. Yeah. And he's a detriment to his team every night. Yeah. Yeah, more nights than not, for yeah. sure. I feel like every team's got a player that the fan base is just like, like, oh, like, why the f- why do we have this Well, guy? yeah, but, like, a lot of the times those guys can get healthy scratched. You can't really healthy scratch Tyler Myers every night. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, because he's a defenseman, it's a lot more difficult to healthy scratch him every night. Especially because we have no other defensemen. The Canucks are one of the weakest defensive teams in the league. Like, yeah, you're right. He bothers me. We can't take him out because who who are you putting in, yeah, right? Especially because it came out this week that isn't Brad Hunt leaving? Uh, yes. It, yeah. it, it sounds like he's exploring his options, which yeah. makes it sound like he, he will not be returning. Yeah, and like they, and, you know, they have other defensemen, but like they're it, not. What I think they're going to try to do. I think six defensemen. I think they're going to trade. They're going to do what they can to trade him, and I think they're going to replace him as well. They're going to find some other trade somewhere else where they can bring in a defenseman who is better than Tyler Myers. You know who would have made a lot of sense would have been Ryan McDonough. If they had been able to find a way to make that work, uh, we would have had to retain salary. That was the whole point. Of oh, yeah, like it, if we could have like sent Tyler Myers back, r- right? But they, the Canucks didn't have cap space for him. No, exactly. That's that's like their whole Man, problem right Jim now. Jim yeah. really fucked Jim. Didn't Jim, he? yes. Yeah, Jim. Jim screwed Jim over pretty bad. Yeah. Which is oh, wow. man, that's that makes this era of Canucks hockey so much more confusing. Yes, Jim is out, Jim is in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh right. So that that's pretty much all the Canucks news because everything else is rumors that have so far all proven to be untrue because Or just straight up the draft. Y- well, yeah, but that's just it. Like we Everyone thought we were dealing the 15th overall pick. We were either, either going to move up, down, or get rid of Miller in some crazy package. None of it has happened as of the night after the draft. Yep. Second round is tomorrow, so who knows? Maybe Tyler Myers won't be a Canuck tomorrow. I can dream uh, that we'll get a second round pick back for him. <laughs> is there a world where he starts the season with the Canucks? Tyler Myers? Or JT no. Miller? JT Miller. I don't believe so, no. They, the longer they keep him the less valuable he is. Would you rather settle or hold on to him until the right trade comes? There's a reality where they keep him until the deadline. But, like, if you get to the deadline and the Canucks are where they want to be, they're... No, it's going to be that much harder to get rid of him. Yeah, they're not dealing him because he would be the the keyest piece of their (laughs) The keyest piece. That's like what (laughs) Philip Forsberg went through this season, I feel like. No, because to, to, I think to most people, it was a shock that he never signed, you know? Like, I think most oh, people yeah, were yeah. expecting him mean, to resign. Yeah. Whereas, like, with JT Miller, it wasn't really yeah. the same kind of deal. No, anyway. it's uh, I'm expecting him still within the week to be traded. Maybe even tomorrow during the draft. Uh, How I, much cap space do the Canucks have? Not a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's... Well, it's not like they have to resign him this offseason, but, like... No, they. but they're also not going to keep him to next season and then try to renegotiate that. Yeah. It sounds like no matter what, he wants more money than uh, Alvin is willing to give him. Yeah, That's oh. the bottom line. They've been told here. They, they've made him several offers. They've said, this is what we can do. Yeah. If you are not willing to play ball, you're getting traded. Yeah. They're not going to keep him until next season and lose him for nothing. Yeah. That's a total Jim move. Jim wouldn't do that. Jim would have. Yeah. Um, Jim I- won't. Did you guys talk about the Besser resign last season or last episode? 
Oh, you're right. That did happen that after last because we had the two week break. Looks like there's a little bit more. Yeah, there there you go. That's right. So, so Besser on a three year deal. Brock Besser. Brock Besser, of course. Not to get confused with Jim Besser. <laughs> okay. Um, stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. You're right. But I'm editing and I'm going to leave it in as punishment okay. for you. Right. Yeah. Brock Besser has re signed on a three year deal. Just over six point six million. I'm glad that you announced that you're editing this episode, because the last time we recorded, you mentioned that you were editing like three times. Yeah, and then you edited. And then I edited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Besser signed. He's staying in Vancouver. I personally think the contract was decent for both sides. Yeah. I, on one hand, Besser took about a million dollars less than his qualifying offer. So in his own mind, that's, you know, he gave us a deal. Mm -hmm. On the Canucks end, yeah, they probably paid him about as much as they would possibly be willing to pay him. He he gets a 10-team no-movement clause, I believe, in his last year of the contract. That's good. So there's still a lot of freedom for the Canucks to kind of do what they have to do with them if they feel like it's not working out, Mm -hmm. Uh, which I think you mentioned before is almost too bad because you can just... Set your clock to it that, like, every February 1st, Besser trade rumors just mm-hmm. yeah. whoosh, like crazy. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I'm glad he's coming back. I think he's the kind of guy you need in the locker room, and I think he's someone who really can have a breakout season. I wish we would have gotten for a longer contract. Like, we've only got him for three years, and when the contract's done, he's a UFA. So he could just leave if he felt like he wanted Yeah, to. but a, a player of that pedigree, like, it's... It is a failure on the behalf. It's it's basically incompetence from a GM of letting them walk in you as a UFA. Like if like it's kind of similar to Philip Forsberg, right? Like it is complete incompetence on David Poyle's part if he leaves as a UFA. So it's like you need to have amazing, if not flawless, communication channels with that player to make sure that if they do want to leave, you can move them before it's too late. So yeah. I think it's like as long as they stay on top of that situation, they'll be fine. Yeah, no, it, it's a good deal. I, I'm happy he's here. I think it's fair for both sides. There's nothing goofy about it, in my opinion. What a goof! That's right. Welcome to my segment. This is the biggest goof of the week. This is the part of the show where I go out and I find a story that involves a person, or sorry, a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring up this story with the guys and maybe a little chat about it. And this week, I'm bringing it up with the intern, too. So Okay. Yeah! <laughs> So, uh, we're going to the world of basketball, shooting some hoops. Which I'm really good at. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Last time we talked about it, I don't think Alex was actually here. Oh, man. But I, I'm very good at basketball. I've seen it. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It is like, how do you explain his shot? It's like a, what's the term? It's like a baby gazelle learning how to walk. <laughs> what? It's, it's just like, awkward. It is like. There's nothing awkward about it. I mean, it's a bucket. Like, he does score. I Yeah. But no, nobody no, could tell yeah. me how. <laughs> no, it's like, imagine, you know those walkers from Star Wars with the legs? Imagine, yes. Just take the top part off, just the legs, just the way they, like, collapse on themselves. And imagine if they were spring-loaded. <laughs> and that's his shot. It's like, they compress and then, boing, and he just fires the ball out. Yeah, yeah. straight into the basket. Yeah. So... It I don't works. know. It works. It works for me. That's all that matters. Anyway, so we're going to hoops. Okay. And uh, there was a big trade in the uh, in the NBA last week involving a player by the name of Rudy Gobert. Have you heard of this guy? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's a bit what? of a crybaby. He's a two-time defending defensive player of the year. One for sure. I don't know if it's two. It could be. Anyway, he's a good player. Okay. He's he's a really tall player too. I think he's a seven footer. Anyway, that's irrelevant. He was traded last week. He went from Utah to Minnesota. Ha! <laughs> wow. <laughs> That, that, so, what are you, what sorry, are you laughing so, for? So far, just because you know I put everything in hockey terms. Yeah. This just has Patrick Line written all over it. They went, you don't like Winnipeg? Fine. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Utah? Try Minnesota. Yeah. yeah it's, so. a, it's, it's a pretty lateral move. It's I don't know how good those teams are, but in terms of like the atmosphere and the life you're going to live, yeah. that's a lateral move. So this guy, uh, like I said, his name is Rudy Gobert. He's a good player. Yeah. He's like, what, 30, give or take. Yeah, right um, there. This isn't a basketball podcast. I don't have to be accurate. <laughs> um, anyway. yeah, people will just take your word yeah, for like, it. Like he's, he he's, sounds like a 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah, right. His name's Rudy. How young could he be, right? Anyway, <laughs> he's uh, so he's a pretty decent player. Like if I, had to, if I had to try to compare him to a player in the NHL, I'd say maybe like... Maybe like Drew Doughty, you know, oh, kind of that because he's not that old. I do see what you mean, though. Like he's he's a decent a player, veteran. a bit of a veteran. Like a Victor Hedman? No, because he's no. not that good. Like he like okay. like he wouldn't be known as like a defensive player of the year anymore. Okay. Um. Anyway, and so he's going to a team that has another player that plays his position, but is like an all star. So it doesn't really make sense that they traded for him. Okay. Now, the goof is what they gave up. The trade for this, this you know, okay to, to good center was a first-round pick in 2023. Okay. A first-round pick in 2025. That's pretty rough. A first-round pick there's, in 2027. There's more firsts? That's three. And a first-round pick in 2029. Plus a first-round pick swap in 2026. Which Wait, means a swap? Yes. Yeah, so, so no a matter pick swap, where they land, they swap? No. So the way a pick swap works is whichever team finishes uh, lower, the team that got the pick swap can decide whether or not they want to take, like they want to switch their picks. So let's say if Minnesota finishes uh, 25th and Utah finishes 15th, mm-hmm. they can swap swap their picks right. if they want to. So uh so Utah gets to decide whether or not they want to switch their picks right. to Minnesota in 2026. But the fact of the matter is, is they got they have that ability plus four other first round picks. I'm like I'm trying to think. Is there a is, is world? That more, is that more common in basketball than in hockey? Because in hockey, I'm like four firsts. Yeah. That's like you are trading for McDavid or like Matthews. That's yeah. it. Th- those are maybe the yeah. only two players in the world yeah. that could go for that price. A first round pick. In the NBA, I would compare it to more of a second-round pick in the NHL. Okay. Like, they, I don't think they hold as much value. Like, people throw first-round picks out like they're yeah. nothing. Like, there was a trade in, like, 2013 where the Brooklyn Nets traded, I think it was five firsts. It was, like, 2013, oh, 15, nice. 17, 19, and 21. It was, like, okay. there were five picks for, like, a decade. And uh, they were for, like, three old players. It was, like, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett... And uh, Paul Pierce. Okay. Anyway, and like a decade later, uh, Boston drafted Jason Tatum with one of their picks, 
who's now like the best player on their team and he's like 25. So right. it's just funny that like, but in the NBA, they do that. They'll trade a first round pick from like years down the line. And in the NHL, you can only trade picks up to three years from the current year. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah. So you can't trade like your first in 2026. You have to, oh. yeah, you have to wait until it's like three years out or something. That's a stupid rule. Yeah. Well, I actually, I think it's actually not too bad because then it, it avoids like, like a team trading like i don't know like like they do in the nba where they just trade a whole bunch of first round picks 10 years from now to try to win now yeah that's what i'd do if i was a gm and a hockey team i'd give you my 2030 through 2037 yeah. firsts for dry mcdavid <laughs> hyman like whatever you yeah. build a dynasty in the 40s or the 2040s <laughs> yeah. i don't care but right now we are in win now mode baby <laughs> yeah but then like what if you don't win then you're just facing like 30 years of you being think you're the gonna, worst you, you're gonna miss also, with mcdavid dry <laughs> hyman pedersen besser horvat <laughs> fucking miller too because right, try, i'm trading another first to keep him we'll try, <laughs> try, try paying them all at the same time also like it kind of defeats the purpose of the draft itself where it's like you fall later. You just brought up a good point. I think you should be able to trade for cap space. I think oh. you should be able, I think that should be allowed and it's kind of stupid that it isn't. Wait, like, like what? Okay. I know. So I, like, I'll trade you up this player's contract. I'll keep the player. You get the contract. So, sort of. I'm meaning more like I trade you maybe a player that you want or, or a prospect or a pick or whatever. Yeah. And in return, instead of a player, you give me $2 million from your cap that I can apply to my team. Like it, it raises my cap ceiling by $2 million for say two years. And it lowers the other teams by $2 million for two years. It's just money. I feel like there's holes I, there. I just can't think. There's yeah, no I holes. Like it, no, this is a but perfect that would system. Get so messy. Yeah. Yeah. It, get it messy. Get. Look, look, yeah. <laughs> Let's get messy. What, <laughs> Let's get messy. What's my saying about the NHL? What do I always say they need to do? Do weird shit. No, it's do, do crazy. more crazy shit. Right. They don't do enough crazy shit. They need to do more. This is one of those things. Look, if a team can go $18 million over the salary cap in the playoffs because the salary cap doesn't exist in the playoffs, <laughs> you can sure as hell trade salary cap. So what if a team traded so much of their salary cap but had just like... They fold. <laughs> they fold. It, it's, they trade... So, okay, say there's a limit on each team. You can only trade up to a maximum of, say, $10 million. Well, that's not crazy. That's, that's kind of lame, actually. That's crazier than what it is now, <laughs> where you can't trade any cap space. I, I genuinely think this is a good idea and would generate interest and would bring... You just whole, thought about this and you put barely any thought into it and you think it's a good idea. It's a perfect idea. <laughs> it's, it's flawless. flawless. Okay. <laughs> 100%. No. No holes in this plan. Okay. No, not a one. All right, dude. Not a one. Probably, NHL won't do it because then they got to hire another guy to do like analytics tracking on it and they don't feel like it. So, but they should. There would, you go. It would generate interest. It would make me Biggest excited. Biggest for the week. Minnesota the, Timberwolves. The, the NHL for not allowing <laughs> their teams to trade pure salary. Newest Minnesota Timberwolf. Your biggest goof of the week. Shout out. <laughs> Salary cap. That was fun. That was fun. Well, let's move on. So, fun little segment we have set up for you guys. Yeah. Alex, the intern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, be careful. I'm going to call the unpaid you, intern. You got again. a name there. That, that's nice. Your, your uh, first name was thrown in. Oh, he wow. has, uh, he's finally done something. <laughs> oh. 
No, he put together a list of all of the signings and trades that have gone on in the last feels like last day. Put put um, it this way, it all went on while you were at work today. Yeah. So, so we're gonna speed round react to them. Yeah. So you, Alex you, you don't know what a lot of them are because I, you were at work. No, so I have seen them exactly. Yet. So this is a genuine reaction. I don't know much about them. I've seen like one. So uh here's the keys to the podcast, Alex. Take okay. it away. Uh, let's Jesus start. take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, well, let's start with one of the first things that came out. Uh, okay. Latang signs a six-year extension. Six years. Six years. Gee, how old? Isn't he like 35? Uh, well, it doesn't matter. That, yeah. Whatever. He's in his mid-30s, but six years? Okay, how much? Uh, if it's anything more than like six million a year. 6.1 million a year for six years. All right. <laughs> Wait. He he's he making was this he was this, this close. close this close to a six oh, by six. No, poor Tyler. I know a six by six point one. I know. Yes. He, so he, it, it like kind of evened out. Nemec going second overall. It was just like I mean, okay. But remember, there's that other guy that he was talking about that's going to go in like the fifth round. Yeah, the Canucks could still take him, anyone, or the Blues. Anyone could take him. Yeah. 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 I forget what that guy's name was, but yeah. Tyler was really high on him, but he's like a fifth rounder. Anyway, um, uh, I, wow. I don't like yeah. the Latang contract, though. It's it's, it's, it's a, a lot very long, and it's is it like six against the cap every year, or is it like a weird contract where it's like higher on the cap now and then later then? Or that's a very in depth question to ask somebody who's not paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I I would think that it's. I think it's just straight six point one. Yeah. It's probably six point one the whole way. Through. Because yeah. I think the main reason that they they uh, they interviewed him after, or they interviewed whoever the Penguins uh, uh, GM is after he made his draft. Brian break. Burke. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Brian Burke's the director of yeah, player yeah, development. Yeah, he's up there, but he's yeah, like hockey operations or something. Yeah. So uh, he said that they wanted to get the Latang deal done, so now they can focus on getting Malkin signed. Yeah. Now oh, that they I think have. it's Ron Hextall. Yes, that's who it is. It's Hext- Ron Hextall. Yes, Hextall yeah. is the GM. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, they wanted to get that done so they could see what money they have left over to still get Malkin signed. Yeah, that's sense. their next biggest thing. But I mean, looking at so they got fifteen point three million still left. After Wait, how much? Fifteen point three million. Wow, that's considerably more than I thought it was going to be. Well, they still got to sign Malkin. Uh, they got to sign Raquel, uh, Kapanen, and Heinen. Still, holy shit! Well, so, and the to me, like, it sounds like with this contract, they're just kind of like giving him term so that they can keep the AAV down. Yeah, like hundred percent. This is definitely a buyout contract. Yeah, they're planning on it. Like mm-hmm. they know it's coming. Yeah. Well, whatever. Good for him. He's going to make $36 million by the end of it, one way or another. But uh, uh, Yeah, so it'll well, be interesting to see what comes out next. Obviously, now they're in talks with Malkin, knowing what they have and what they can give him. So it'll be interesting to see what Malkin gets. Yeah. Also, um, last week was Canada Day. So it was. It uh, gives us an opportunity to say happy Rick DiPietro Day. Yes. Every every Hate Canada it. day, Rick DiPietro gets a million dollars. Until <laughs> what year? 2029. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. Finessed. I, I genuinely think that we are going to see that contract get traded somewhere. Oh, wait, can you trade a buyout thing? Yeah, didn't we trade? No, yeah, it's not a contract. They just bought them out. Yeah, you and you can't trade that, can you? I don't mm. think so. No. NHL. It's- what are you doing? Well, Let them just, trade well, money. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't yes. go against the cap. 
No. Yes. Wait. Yes, it does. I don't uh, think it does. Uh, yes, buyouts do. They for a hundred percent do. I don't. Yeah. I think yeah. It, yeah. Really? I think it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, because take it Minnesota, from someone who yeah, just Minnesota's. spent like ten years paying yeah, Roberto yeah, yeah, Luongo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It counts against the cap. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a million dollars. It's just funny though because it's for like thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it. I think the contract he signed was in 2003, and it was a 15-year contract. Jeez. And then they, they bought it out in, like, 2010. Yeah. <laughs> and they bought and it out. And signed up for 20 years <laughs> yeah, of nine, cap recapture. 19 years. No, it isn't. Is it cap recapture? Because I don't no, think he's retired. No. Yeah. That's just crazy. Which is also just crazy. Yeah. To, to me, that's going to be one of those like trivia questions like 50 years from now. Oh, 100%. Like, it's just like yeah. so, or like, a, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what's next on the list there, uh, intern? Uh, so the next thing that popped up was the Avalanche getting a goalie. Ah, uh, yes, I did see this one. Yes, they got Georgiev from the New York Rangers for only a third round and a fifth round pick. Which is a pretty good deal, honestly. Oh, well, sorry, yeah, two third rounders and a fifth round. Yeah, they didn't really pay too much for Gorgiev, but no. like to me, it's like okay, so is he going to be the starter? Because he's a decent goalie. I've always liked him. I thought he was a good goalie, but like he's and the in so he asked for a trade out of New York. I'm pretty sure, and right. the reason was because he knew he was never getting to start. No, because Shesterkin's no, there, right? Yeah. So to me, it's him saying, "Hey." I want my starting chance and Colorado going, well, we don't want to bring back Kemper because he sucks. Let's give Gorgiev a chance because yeah. Gorgiev's a decent goalie. Yeah. I think he's better than Kemper personally. I think it's up for debate, but yeah. we'll it, see next year. It, it, yeah. Well, that's just it. We'll see when he actually gets the reins as a starter. Mm -hmm. we'll, well, we'll see. So what it says is 100% they're not bringing back Kemper. They're going to yeah. try to play 50-50 with Georgiev and uh, Pavel Franco, which I don't hate based off of what he did in the playoffs. I think he went he eight. No, played in the like playoffs. two. No, yeah. Rensus didn't play eight games. I'm. I think his record was eight. No, in those playoffs. Well, the team only lost four games, so <laughs> yeah, it's like true. it's like oh hey, but you yeah, know what fair. I mean. I don't know. I mean, Whatever. they showed that they don't need an all-star goaltender to win no, a Stanley if, Cup. Honestly, Kate, I've been preaching for years that you need a goalie to win a cup, and they did it without one. Yeah. So good for them. Woohoo! Anyway, let's not talk about the Abs anymore. Let's keep keep the train rolling. Uh, so next up, what the fuck is Chicago doing? Yeah, what, oh what, what, God. what, what, what did they do? Did you not see the the Brinkat trade? They traded Alex to Brinkett. They did. Oh jeez. Oh uh, so they're so, they, they're admitting to a, a rebuild. Well, they're pretty much there. Were there were some interviews done? Okay, and uh, they are. They are basically committing to a rebuild. Because yeah, I saw they also <sighs> traded Kirby Doc. Yeah, they did. But you you need to hear what the return is for Debrinket. Like, okay. what what would you think it is? Well, I don't even know where he went. Okay, he <laughs> went to. You you might like this. Oh yeah, the Ottawa Senators. No way, <laughs> Alex Debrinket is a sen. That's wicked. Oh, that's mm -hmm. so but cool. What do you think they had to give up for a player like this? Uh, okay. So my guess would be. Fuck, is it Jake Sanderson? Fucking better not be. There is not one roster player nope. going back. Well, Jake Sanderson's a prospect. Okay. There is There's no player in only, this trade. Only picks. Only picks. Only yeah. picks. That's weird. Okay. Uh. Well, okay. So I know they were shopping their first, so probably the seventh overall pick. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Um, I would say maybe the seventh and like a second this year and a... <laughs> 
third next year. Dude. Very, very close. Really? It was their first this year. Yeah. Their second this year. Yeah. And next year's third. No fucking way. You got it right? Yeah. Yeah. You actually guessed the (laughs) trade. Holy shit. Yeah. So anyway... I Wait, that, really? I, I got it, like, head on. You guys aren't fucking with no, me. No, like, that's what it was. Besides the uh, seventh round pick, the, you the threw in? No, the numbers, yeah, other, yeah other than other that, than which that. is a throwaway. Oh, okay. But they, so the seventh overall, the 39th overall, so pretty hot. so a high first, a high second, yeah. and next year's third for Alex Debrinkin. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I think that's a sweet deal for the Sens. Oh, I mean, it's like, an absolute steal if they can sign him. Because he's got one year left. That is the one That's thing, the big thing that was well, actually We'll see what he does this year. Is uh, a headline came he's out. He's an RFA, is he not? Uh, uh, I don't think nope. so. Nope, he's a UFA in two years. He has okay. two full seasons that he signed to uh, uh, his current contract. Yeah. And then he's a UFA. The Senators did not hold any extension talks with Debrinkit prior to the trade. So they are really crossing their fingers yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, his next deal, he's going to be looking for around nine mil, no question. Well, we'll see what he does in Ottawa, especially in Ottawa. Year. If his trajectory stays where it is, well, he, he's going to be playing with. He was playing with like Kane in Chicago. Like that's he's not going to be playing with like you know players like that. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, well, I'm curious. Case okay, so wait, if Ottawa traded their their seventh overall pick, who did Chicago take with that pick? Did they trade that pick? No, they took Kevin Korczynski no. with that pick. Oh, yes, so, yes, yes. So the Blackhawks, okay, cool. though, also had the 13th overall pick. Yes. Mm-hmm. They didn't use it, though. Oh, they made that. No, oh, that was in the... Uh, wait. They used the 13th overall pick. Uh, Well, they didn't pick... Wait. I think they had the 15th, and then they traded it. They think oh, boys no, podcast. No, no, you sorry, don't come sorry. here for your news. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you, you come, come here you come for... here to listen to us yeah. try to figure out the news. Yes. <laughs> Uh, sorry, the Blackhawks acquired the 13th overall pick. Okay. And the 66th overall pick while they were at it. For Doc. Oh, yeah. For Kirby Doc. So, wow. So they got the 7th and the 13th for yep. Debrinket and Doc. Did right. you did you hear oh. the other part of that trade? So that was a three-team trade. The, oh, that's oh, right. Oh, Doc to Montreal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. I think I have that trade, like, right here. Oh, with the Islanders. Yeah. So here, I'll, I'll read the trade. So the Montreal Canadiens acquired forward Kirby Doc from, from the Chicago Blackhawks following a pair of trades during round one of the 2022 NHL draft. The Habs sent defenseman Alexander Romanov. Yeah. Holy shit. And the 98th overall pick to the Islanders in exchange for the 13th overall pick. And then Montreal sent that 13th overall pick and 66th to the Blackhawks. It's, uh, Chicago crazy. went on to take Frank Nazar. Mm-hmm. Wow, Romanov. So tell me yeah. how you are going into a rebuild and you trade your third overall pick. In what world does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, well, like, clearly choice. clearly things weren't working out with Doc. What I'm more surprised about is how Montreal traded Alexander Romanov. I was quite surprised by that, like, too. Like, they have nobody on defense now. Yep. Literally nobody. You know what this sounds like to me? No idea. Tank for Bedard. They want to be dog shit next year because yeah. they want Connor Bedard, just like probably 10 other teams in the league want him. Yeah. The Canadians are committing to sucking so they can yeah, actually clearly. pull it off. Well, like, yeah, like their defense, if, if Jeff Petrie is a Montreal Canadian beginning of next season, then I'll be 
I'd be stunned. Their defense is Justin Barron, Kale Clagg, Joel Edmondson, Jordan Harris, William Lagason, Jeff Petrie, David Savard, and Chris Weidman. I knew th- four of those names. <laughs> right? Like, I'm only... Yeah. Like, if first of all, David Savard, he's uh, pieces just kind of stitched together. Same thing with Chris Weidman. Jeff Petrie's a good defenseman, but he, there's no way he's there. Like, wow. Yeah. It's not looking good over there. I'm stunned. He's like Romanov is a very young, mm-hmm. talented defenseman. Promising. Which, which makes me think he either requested a trade or there was some kind of problem with him. Yeah. Because that, be that doesn't sound like a move that would just be made casually. Yeah, no. He or again, they're so, they so committed to Bedard yeah. that they will ship out absolutely anything necessary to make sure that they are so terrible that they have a one in three chance of yeah. getting them. Yeah. Uh, 2018 second round pick, Alexander Romanov. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. What's yeah. next, uh, intern? Uh, next up, we got Flurry resigning with the Wild, <laughs> which I think a lot of people are surprised about. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. I had no. Idea. I thought he was out of there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't he say? Or no, maybe it wasn't him that said it, but I thought somebody said that he was going back to Pittsburgh or he was retiring. I, I hadn't heard uh, that. Yeah, I, I didn't I, see that either. But. I've been hearing for like a year and a half he's going back to yeah. Pittsburgh. And it's yeah. like, I think a lot of people would like him too. Yeah. Just because, you know, it, it just, even still, when I think about him, yeah. I don't even think of him as a Vegas Golden Knight. I, I just see him in a Penns jersey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, like, that's his home. Yeah, that's, that's where he got his start. That's where he went his cups yeah, as a backup. Even Vegas, as well as he did there, and as much as the fans loved him for most of his tenure there, yeah, he, he didn't want to yeah. go there. He he went there because the team had... they. Looking back, of they, course, yeah, they made they, the wrong decision. Yeah. But at the time, we understood. You know, we're like, yeah, yeah you went with the younger option. That yeah. That's what you should do, yeah. right? Imagine if the Canucks, in their most recent expansion draft, kept Markstrom and let Demko walk, Yeah. right? It's one of those things. But anyway, I thought he was going to end up in Toronto. I thought for sure they were going to make a move too. That would be the stupidest decision they've ever made. I I know, and I wanted them to do it. But uh, I really saw it because a lot of people, myself kind of included, still regard Marc-Andre Fleury as a very good goalie. I think he is quite good. I think he's got the potential to. He's a regular season goalie. He's good in the regular season, absolutely crumbles in the playoffs. He'd fit perfect with the Leafs. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly, like, the way I look at it is Minnesota went, holy shit, no one wants to come to Minnesota. We have no goalie. Yeah. Um, we don't want to lose him for nothing, so we want to try to retain some assets in case we need to trade him. They got worse this offseason. They already traded Kevin Fiala. Yeah. And, like, And it's to tough because the, the only way for a, a city like that or a team like that to keep players mm. is to be good. Because you're not yeah. selling them on the life they're going to live there, no, no. right? It's you. You have to be good to make players want to yeah. play for your good team, not I think to live in your city. I think it's Bill Guerin, the GM of the Minnesota Wild. I mm-hmm. think that's who it is, and I genuinely think, mm, nah, Winnipeg. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Shoveldayoff has it a lot harder. Yeah, but yeah, but he has one of the being. When I say one of the, I mean like one of the three hardest GM jobs in the NHL. Yeah, trying to bring people. Yeah, Winnipeg. Edmonton? No. No, Buffalo. Edmonton has McDavid. Yeah, people will play there just for a chance yeah. to have a shift with yeah. him. I disagree. I think Buffalo is a lot easier than you think just because they have so much young talent. So it looks like things could get better. So people would 
people would be willing to play there. Okay, I'm so thinking Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Arizona. But, but Arizona, again, is a good... It, it, you're, it, the is, a, it is a nightmare the organization. The organization is. But if you've already won a cup and you just want to make money, that's the first place I mean, if I'm you're, going. If you're building a team, you're not looking for guys who are just looking to cash in. Like No, but, but look at who they're taking, though, right? They exactly. take terrible contracts. They dish out good pieces. They they just like they exist to be the garbage dumpster of the NHL. That's all yeah, they are to collect picks and shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll see. Maybe they'll have this epic turnaround and they'll be a dynasty. Well, yeah, I mean they're setting up pretty nice. They had what 10, 10 picks in the first two rounds. Could you imagine yeah. they make the Stanley Cup Finals and they're playing in a five thousand seat arena? <laughs> <laughs> like just to be just fair, genuinely think about that. To yeah. be fair, that would be such a hard arena to play in. Five thousand people in such a small arena going crazy. Oh, I don't think with any a of them bunch, are with a bunch crazy. of drunk college kids. I think they'd have a tough time selling it out. To be honest with you, no. Dude, dude have you watched the, any games in Arizona? Lately? Here's the thing: no one goes think, to those games. I think they will sell out most games. Like five thousand seats, they they will sell out most games. I promise you, there will be one. There will be one that they don't sell out, and they mm-hmm. will never hear yeah. the end of it. Yeah. Like you couldn't get five thousand people to a professional hockey game. Are you? Th- this is also just. A well, few have you, weeks you after. seen the ticket prices? Fuck yeah, you might not. I know. I know. Ticket prices are insane. Yeah, if you're in the front three rows, it's like three hundred bucks a ticket. Jesus. It's nuts. Well, it's even it's even over a hundred to sit anywhere in the building. I think. Oh, is it? It doesn't think dip so. below that, eh? Yeah. I think it, it, I think the lowest might be eighty. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, they, they're gonna they're gonna struggle. Anyway, how much yeah. more do we have on that list? Um. Well, I did you guys see what he got signed for? Uh, no. He got a two year deal. Okay. He got three point five million for two years. Comes out to a total of seven million. I was quite surprised that he got two years. But well, I mean maybe that's why he ended up staying was that the fact that they would give him two years. I wouldn't have paid him anything. So Yeah. Uh okay, the next. Uh Chicago made another trade. They made three trades? Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh Blackhawks received Peter Mrazik in the twenty fifth overall pick mm-hmm. from the Maple Leafs for the thirty eighth overall pick. So a complete cap dump. Yeah. Um, that's interesting though. That means Toronto has a fish on the hook. That means they're moving this cap for a reason. Teams don't do this unless they have a plan. But what? I think about uh when when Nashville traded PK Subban, I think it was right before the draft. Mm-hmm. It was because they had literally already uh figured out a deal for Matt Duchesne. Mm. That was the only reason right. why they they traded PK Subban. So Toronto clearly has a free agent sorted and figured out. Who it's, is it? It's yeah. got to be a goalie. They don't have a goalie right now. Unless, yeah. How many free agent goalies are there, though? There's not, I can't think of a Unless it's one. Jack Campbell. You got Jack Campbell, Darcy <laughs> yeah, they Kemper. They moved him out to re-sign Jack yeah. Campbell. Yeah. it's No, Jack Campbell would take nothing to stay in Toronto. He loves it there. I don't know. Apparently, well, he I, apparently he I heard they're at, they're at a standstill right now because they're not giving him enough money. They're not giving him starting goaltender money. Jack Campbell? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they really want to re-sign him. I no, don't blame him. They're not going to win a Stanley no. Cup with him, I don't think. They're but, not going to win a round with him. No. Mm. To be honest, like Toronto, they need a good goalie. They need John Gibson. That's exactly who they need. But but they're just not willing to 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 make the sacrifice necessary by no, trading Anaheim can ask Rodion this. Amirov or, uh, I don't know, one of their decent defensemen. Like th- they need to give up something yeah. because the goalie is the most important player, the important piece on the ice at all times. I, what I would be doing is offering Marner to 
any team that has a really good goalie. Marner and draft picks. Say, mm. Like, if, if I'm... That's a bit high. You think so? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a lot to give. But here's the thing is what Toronto needs to realize is maybe it is high, but this is what affects market prices, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize this. When you desperately need something and you have a surplus of something, you sometimes got to make an uneven trade to do the best thing for the team, right? They have yeah, maybe. they have insane offensive talent in Toronto. I hate them, but I can't deny that. Mm. The offensive ability of that team might be better than any in the league. Yeah, but I think you your offense takes a bit too big of a hit if you move out Marner. Yeah, I would move out Tavares before I move out Marner. Yeah, but yeah. no one but the problem is and I agree with you, mm. no one wants Tavares. Right, he makes too much money. Yeah. He's too old, and he doesn't produce enough. The, the yeah. answer here is is Nylander, but they don't want to move Nylander because he's on oh, he's on the best okay contract. contract. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't move him out because I think in the playoffs he's better than Marner is going to be. Right, <laughs> barely. So far, he's been a better player than Marner in the barely. playoffs. Barely in the playoffs. But Marner hasn't been good in the playoffs. But neither has Nylander. He's just been marginally better than him. But yeah. then again, like you can't look at that team and talk about the playoffs because for one, it's only at maximum seven games for them a year. Yeah. Like you got to look at the but, players. But that's the thing is they need to understand that they need to get past that. Anyway, I don't know. That, that, we're, we're, talk, we're talking about two weeks every April, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's so there's so much more hockey to be played. Yeah. And like oh, that's true. as much as people don't want to think about it, like a team develops and changes as the year goes on, or at least it's supposed to. And for them to, to bring in a goalie now, which is you cannot trade for a goalie midseason. It doesn't work, right? Or 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 at the deadline. Like it just it doesn't work. Right. And uh yeah, unless they can get something sorted out here soon, I don't know what they're doing. So anyway, there's your Leafs talk for the year. Yeah, we're done. Well, oh. great job on the on your segment there, uh intern. Or you're like impromptu segment. Yeah, that we forced you to do yeah. with no time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, give me, give me the keys back. <laughs> struggling over here. No, you did a great job, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Um, speaking of which, let's uh, climb the diving board and push the intern off into the inbox. Brutal. <laughs> I stuck the landing. <laughs> on the uh, concrete. <laughs> yeah, we pushed him into the shallow end. <laughs> what the fuck is this diving board where you're diving into concrete? <laughs> it happens more than you think. Oh. Yeah. Right, um, last time we flew a plane into the pool. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, oh man, that reminds me of that joke that uh, uh, was it OG Biz or somebody? Oh, we're not. Do- the- we cannot say that on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. OG Biz from TikTok. If you're out yes. there. Stop ta- Stop telling jokes like yeah. that. I th- was it him? I can't remember who it was. But there was somebody from our lives that uh, that came on one of our Twitch streams. They made at, a joke uh, about Vancouver Boys podcast. By the way, God, it was so funny. It had the whole room in stitches. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do you guys remember on your live when the guy? I think it might have been Canadian Bacon, where he's like, "Yeah, some guy just drove into my house." Yeah. <laughs> no, that, no was that was Shadow. Oh, Shadow. Yeah, shadow. shadow. Yeah, we, we were live, and yeah, he was he hanging out with us. Hey, someone broke in, or someone drove, drove into my house. In. We're like, ah, oh, that's crazy. That Damn. And then he sent us a picture, and we were like, 
Oh, yo, no, there's a car yeah. in his living room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that. He's, and he sent us pictures of, like, it's snowing and a car in, like, in his house. Yeah. And we're like, dude, you can go if you want. He's like, nah, it's okay. Yeah, he's like, I'll be back in five yeah. minutes. He's going to get the shotguns get, ready. Yeah, get the guy's insurance. Yeah. Yeah, no, he made it seem like a bathroom break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to go get a refill here. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was funny. Anyway, uh, what do we have in the inbox this week? Uh, let's take a look. Okay, uh, first question here. No surprise. Uh, what's the plan with JT Miller? He, he's getting traded. Yeah. He's getting traded. Um, he won't be a Canuck at the beginning no. of next season. It, it sounds like New Jersey's probably off the table because they, they used their second round pick. Yeah. Or their, the sorry, their second, second overall, overall pick. pick. Yeah. So that was the big piece yeah. they thought would be in play. It, it's very unlikely. Yeah. But then again, every team has now used their first round pick. Yeah. So, Oh, wait a minute. Was Jack Hughes selected in the first round this year? No. So he's No, a, he was selected in the first round two years ago. Yeah. So he's still ago. available in the second round. Oh, you're, oh, sorry. You're talking about the other Jack Hughes. Of course. Not Jack be, Hughes, I Quinn Hughes, Jack Hughes, or Jack, Quinn Jack. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Jack have you, Quinn. Have you heard these crazy yes, names? Yes, yes, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a dude. There's this a draft have the best names. Oh I yeah, know. Cutter, Cutter Gochie, Cutter Gochie, uh, yeah. Snugger, Snuggerland, or something like that. Snugger, Snugger, oh, oh, there was, there was like, um, there was some kid whose name was like, um, like Nathan De La De La De La Hoya or something. Yeah, we <laughs> can't forget about Johannathan. Yes, Johannathan yeah, Lechermachi. Yeah. <laughs> And then Rusty McGruder. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Dude, this There's draft had no such good way. names. Rusty McGruder is yeah. an actual pick. Speaking of names, this would be, I would love to do this just, well, no, I wouldn't in real life, but like, it'd be funny. If the Canucks went out, made some crazy moves, acquired Jack Hughes, the other Jack Hughes, Luke Hughes, <laughs> and Quinn Jack, and then put Jack all, Quinn, or, Quinn or, Jack. Jack. Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn. <laughs> from Buffalo. And then put them all. All out on the ice, all got, at once, and then hire and then Kent you have John, Yeah, and then put Kent Hughes <laughs> behind the bench, and then and then you'd have Shorthouse going. All right, well, Kent Hughes is putting out his line of Hughes, Quinn Hughes, Jack Hughes, Quinn Jack, and, <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. trying to hear him make like, yeah, Hughes Quinn over to Hughes, Hughes, back to Hughes, over to Jack, not Jack Hughes, not to be confused with Jack Hughes or Jack Hughes, <laughs> Jack over to Hughes, just you know. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Quickly to go back to the Miller talk. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, right. That was. Yeah. <laughs> apparently Montreal is very uh, invested in JT Miller trade. That makes yeah, they want to no, no sense. sense at all. But apparently there's big rumbles about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd be. Yeah. I'd Mike be Hoffman, Jeff Petrie, Jake Allen. Like, just get them all out of here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, but, I, I don't know. To what he was saying about cool names. There's a Maverick Lamaru. Yeah, that was a cool yeah, one. That's, that's a, a good one. cool name. Um Philippe Messar, I think that's kind of a cool name. There was one more. Uh, Jimmy Snuggerood. Yeah, Snuggerood. <laughs> Snuggerood. Yeah. Um, uh Owen Pickering's kind of a neat. I can't name. wait for the memes about that guy and he scores on you. You just got Snuggerood. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Joachim Kemmel, like, yeah. Oh, there's a uh, Rutger. Oh, I just lost it. Yeah, Rutger McRudy. Or McRody. Uh where is it? Yeah, Mick Mick Grority. Um oh right, that reminds me. Marco Casper. Do you yeah. remember last week when we were talking about him? I do. And I said this is a kid whose name started at the bottom of draft rankings. Like as like a third round. What rounder. did he get picked again? Like seventh? 
eight. Eighth? Yeah. He went eight. Then you were yeah. like, you were like, oh, I think this, you know, there's a player, yeah. you know, he's. Blue, I was thinking well, he, no. he could have slipped to us. Yeah. But no. no. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'd be stunned if he was available. Eighth overall. Yeah. And you'll, and the team he went to is just like, of course he went yeah, there. Of course. Detroit. Yeah. Like they're going to be good, man. Yeah, they're they're an exciting team. <laughs> so we did a thing last summer where we were like, okay, give us your you know players that are going to be good in two years. Give us mm-hmm. give us your team, your top five teams in the next two years or something, or yeah. top five teams in the next five years. And Marcus said the Detroit Red Wings, and Tyler and I clowned on him and clowned on him. I'm getting nervous, man. Like, dude, I know what I'm talking about. Ch- no, you don't. There's a chance what? <laughs> they could be good. But I told you, I not said from in, the beginning, not in like three years. I don't know, man. Nedeljkovic is okay, and he's young too. He could develop. Goalies, yeah, don't, goalies do young. not hit their prime until late. He is young. Yeah, goalies' primes are like twenty-eight to thirty-five. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know what's, where he's going. What JT Miller? I have no idea where no. he's going. Yeah, anymore. that's that's it, the question. With, with nobody, with the knows. first round of the draft over, it's like. Shit, there's like season. every every yeah. piece that we thought we could possibly get yeah. is gone now. Yeah. Well, I'm so, trying to think of like, and they don't want pieces in next year's draft. Like they need at this point, they can only be looking at prospects or NHL ready young high ceiling players. That's it. Like that's it. Maybe like sign in trade opportunities of like other players that don't want to be where they are. I guess you know. Yeah it it's, it's so weird. tough now. It's so anyway. tough. I would still accept Luke Hughes from. The New Jersey Devils, if they want to make that trade, I'd do that. Anyway, let's move on. There are more questions in the inbox. Let's take a look. Oh God, what? Uh, well, this question just says, "What do you think of Joe Sakic winning GM of the year?" To me, it is the stupidest thing ever. It's playoff the GM bias. of the year. It, yeah. Wait, it's no, it was so voted before the playoffs. Though. It was voted before the playoffs. Uh, he still, I don't still. think he deserved it. What, what did he do? What did he do this year? Name a single thing he did this year. Okay, I guess that's the weird thing about the award is it's GM of the year, right? Yeah. But a lot of moves that GMs make in a year pay off like three, four years from now, right? Exactly. So name name a single move he made this no, year. To be fair, he did a lot this year. He, he like brought what? in Kadri this year, I think. No. No, was that last that was, year? That okay. was two years ago. Then he brought in uh, Devon Taves at the start of the season. Then he got. Uh, That's true. He brought in. He brought in John Ma- or John Manson. Jo- uh, yeah. Or Josh okay. Manson. I, I don't. I don't recall. When How that long was, ago did they get Cogliano? Andrew Cogliano. That might have been at the start of the season too. I didn't even realize he was there. He did. He did some good stuff. But like yeah. that. The, the point is, is, like he's a fourth liner. Like who cares? A, a Joe Sakic should win GM of the year because he traded for Andrew Cogliano. No, because like, he no. traded for a bunch of guys, and they all won the Stanley fucking Cup. Exactly. So you're admitting that it's playoff bias. No, I'm admitting that he built a good team, and people were able to recognize. No, that's he a good got, team. But that's, and then that's that's that good team did. That, that, that good team did what good teams do, and they won the Stanley Cup. They were a good lucky. team last year. You know who they wasn't were. a good team last year? That was a really good team this year? The New York Rangers. That's a good point. See? For sure. That's what I mean. That's that's the, the, that's GM. The fucking awards are are broken and stupid. You think about what he bought. And Roman Yossi got absolutely fucking snubbed. Oh, man. This guy's a little mad. I agree, actually. But yeah, Yossi. Yossi <laughs> Stop laughing. <It's> okay. <laughs> 
Anyway, I just, I, I hate it. I think that you're 100% correct. Yeah. The GM in, in New York, I'm sorry I don't know his name. He he definitely should have won it over he, Joe Sackett. He did come second. I remember seeing the voting, and he was yeah. only a couple points behind. But he 100% deserved it over uh, Sackett. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I, I can even get on board with that. But I can't say that Sackick did anything wrong either. Like no, no, he, he didn't do anything wrong. You know, he, just he still had a impressive. good one. But like, you know what, Steve Steve Eisenman, Eisen the GM in Detroit, or he is, is he yeah. the director of hockey? Building one of the best GM. teams in the next five years, right? Like, yep. why was he not? It's just like because his team these awards just that, drive that, me that's fucking the thing. crazy. That's the man. thing though is it's almost uh, the problem is with the title of the award. His team didn't do anything because they're like trying to tell they're going in the right direction. You're right, but that's what I'm saying. The problem with the award is is. The GM of the year, it's not actually classifying the moves they made that year. It's like grading the product that they have this year or that they built that they could have started five years ago. They're grading what they have built. Yeah. Right. Not what they actually did in this year. So I think that the problem is actually just with the name of the award. Because if you look start to finish, I think Joe Sackick totally deserves it. Well, okay. Well, what if the Canucks turn around and win the Stanley Cup next year? Yeah, then well, would Patrick, Patrick Alvin is definitely GM of the year <laughs> if he makes this. <laughs> well, but he I'm didn't pointing at the roster. <laughs> yeah. He makes this somehow into a Stanley Cup champion. But, yeah, but what GM of the year? He's but what done if, nothing exactly? But what if like Demko wins the Conn Smythe? What if Pedersen wins the Hart? Like what if the players so that Jim what? Benning like drafted? The players just do better, but he didn't draft any of the players. Yeah. He's just the GM at the time, right? But and he, Bruce Boudreaux doesn't win Coach of the Year. But then that would still imply <laughs> that he did think. So you're talking about this roster. Like, out of nowhere, no Myers yeah. is a Norris candidate. Yeah, yeah, like you're no talking changes. about... Yeah, look, you can't even take me seriously because of how ridiculous that is. Well, no. You're saying that if that Tucker happens... Tucker Pullman could be a Norris candidate. He can't even skate. <laughs> I could skate circles around Tucker Pullman. No, you can't. Anyway... <laughs> See, your concept of what this You're award right. is is I, skewed. No, the no, the reason is I have a fucked example saying that the Canucks are going to win the cup. <laughs> anyway, th- that is mental. But yeah, if, if, if Alvin makes some moves, does some things, I, one of those moves is Tyler Myers is not a Canuck anymore because he's not winning the Norris. <laughs> no, no, no. What he's saying is he doesn't do anything, and the Canucks just, for some reason, just have a great season, win the they Stanley Cup. They just accidentally Cup. stumble yeah. their way to a Stanley like they Cup. Just, they all play out of their mind. But okay. Alvin didn't draft then, any of the players, didn't then trade Then I will eat my players. words, and you can take disgraced former Canucks GM Jim Benning <laughs> and give him the GM of the Year award. Wait, can a, can a former GM win a GM of the Year award? No. But here's no. the thing. Okay, you guys jumped to that answer, right? Yes. A former coach won Coach of the Year once. Yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. Like there was like a retired fi- at the end of the no, season. No, no, no. There was a coach that got fired at the end of the season and still won coach of the year. Yeah. I think it was I think it was um Peter Laviolette, actually. Yeah, I could see that. The year he was fired out of Nashville, he won coach of the year, I think. Okay, but wait, was he I fired be, was he fired wrong, after the voting happened. period concluded? No. Because idea. the because you said he got fired at the end of the season. Uh, I can't remember when it happened. The like, voting I, I can't remember it was him. I'm just saying Okay. I know it happened. It's different if you're talking about someone if if he didn't coach that season, 
but he coached a while ago, and then some of the players said, yeah, I'm the player I am now because of Peter Laviolette. <laughs> that, that doesn't count. No, this this happened in basketball. I remember the Raptors. Oh, or was it basketball? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, right. It Raptors was Dwayne Casey. Yeah, Dwayne Casey it won was coach Dwayne of the Casey. year and then got fired yeah. by the Raptors. But then that's right, the crazy was thing NBA. was they brought in Nick Nurse, and then Nick Nurse on the Raptors yeah. won coach of the year. That's right. so Now that sounds like a broken yeah. award. Yeah, they run you want to talk about the awards back. being yeah. having Two problems. different coaches. One coach on the same the team, back-to-back. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, it was Dwayne Casey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, Peter Laviolette. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Still, fun fact about the Preds. I, no one likes had, to hear more about, no the fun facts about the Preds. <laughs> They've only ever had three head coaches in the history of their franchise. That is crazy. That is quite wild. And the Pittsburgh Steelers in the NFL have only had three head coaches since the 1970s. I think. Yeah, that, that's nuts. I got another fun fact. Go for it. Uh, there's only... Fun facts. There's only Alex 10, five or 10 GMs that have been a GM for longer than five years in the NHL right now. Well, one of them is definitely David Poyle, who's been a GM yeah. since the 70s. Yeah, I think it was five. <laughs> and yeah, all the other ones have been hired within five years. Is that not crazy? Yeah, It is. It shows that I think that shows a problem with the NHL. Honestly, mm. if a GM can't stick around to build his project for more than five years. Yeah, GMs yeah. are the scapegoats of owners, I think. For sure. Well, no, no one knows what that the owners going to do. Fans. Yeah. What, what are the owners going to do? Sell the team? <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. You no, know? like, I, I get it. But, like, then you have other owners that are just telling the GMs which moves to make. And then when they don't work out, they fire the GM. <laughs> can't think so. of a single example of that. <laughs> no, I can't think of one. <laughs> anyway. Do you think we'll still see the same level of pressure on the Aquilini's? Even if the Canucks are good, for them to sell the team. No, not while they're good. It, no. it, it never happens while they're that, good. You know? I know, I do too. What I also hate is that it's predictable. Because I can see right now, everyone's going, yes, this is such a refreshing change. Well, everyone said that when Linden and Benning came in too. Mm-hmm. And then when Linden started having good ideas, Aquilini said, no, you're fired, get out. <laughs> and then we were just left with Benning. I, I swear to God, Rutherford is just the next Benning. He, you know, he'll do great oh, yeah. things now. He'll work with Alvin. It's a fresh new take. Everyone's doing great. The Sedins are going to climb the ladder. It's going to be great. And then they're going to have good ideas that cost money. And the Aquilinis are going to say, okay, you're all fired except for Rutherford. You're old. You have no idea what you're doing. I'm just going to make all the moves for you. And then when it doesn't work, inevitably, we're going to fire you. And I hate that I know that. Let's call it eight years in advance. <laughs> I know that it's going to happen. I'm just pulling a number out of yeah. thin air that doesn't set mean your clocks. anything. Yeah, set your clocks for eight years from July like, 7th, yeah. 2030. Yeah, you're going to let him make one one final horrible GM trade or, or a free agency signing and then fire him and then hire in a new... Yeah, they're going to yeah, that point, Caulfield to an eight-year yeah, deal. Yeah, something an stupid. Eight by eight. Yeah, and then they'll fire him. But then to get everyone's confidence back, they're going to hire... Bo Horvat to be the next GM. <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, and everyone's going to go, yes, finally, someone who's on our side and understands what the game works. Four years after that, boom, you're fired because you knew what you were doing. This, this conversation is making yeah. me mad. It's midnight. It's a work night. Tyler's not here to do a headline. End the episode. Follow us on Instagram at Vancouver Boys Podcast. We're also on Tick, Twitch, Tick, Talk, Twitch. Tick, uh, Twitch, Jump, YouTube. Script. You can follow Tyler on Twitter at uh, Vancouver Boys underscore because we don't want him to be associated with the pocket. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this one. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. I said bye, right? Yeah. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. That's perfect. Bye. <laughs>